You are Locked On Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everyone hope you're having a great week there is no better place to get all of your pac-12 conference news than right here on the locked on pac-12 podcast hosted by me cindy robinson follow the locked on pac-12 podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts today we're discussing pac-12 media day again we're going to continue this throughout the whole week but it's focusing on Oregon. And, you know, we got to talk about Kayvon Thibodeau and Alex Forsyth. Um, so much to talk about. So exciting. Obviously, Mario Cristobal as well was at Pac-12 Media Day. And, yeah, I'm excited to jump into this. Oregon is obviously one of the favorites heading into this season. And here to talk with here to talk Oregon football with me is Brian Brown from Locked on Youths. Brian, how are you doing today? It's a great day to be out here in Utah as we finally got football to talk about. Camp Kyle, as they like to call it, University of Utah fall camp starts today. So I'm excited to go to practice and actually talk to people in person like you got to do at Media Day a while back. Can't hate on a day like today. Oh, I did not know you were doing this. Okay, so tomorrow you're going to come on the show and we're going to talk about what you've seen yeah, I'm going to talk all about how those guys looked in shorts and helmets and uh, everything about just, you know, like nothing happening on the first day of camp. But it will be so exciting because it's been so long since we've had an opportunity to talk to the players and everything like that. So great, great, great opportunity to get up there and see what everybody's been up to and, and get some eyes on some guys. I love that. What we'll do is we'll mix that with Utah's Pac-12 Media Day. So then that way they can like, you know, mesh it all together and talk everything Utah football for a day. Synergy. There we go. There we go. All right. But today is Oregon football. That's the focus. And we obviously have to start with Kayvon Thibodeau because it's Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, hello. Um, I would say between Oregon, so Kayvon, and USC, that was the most reporters around for those players. Um, like it was a full on scrum from like way back, you know what I mean? Like a full scrum, like you have like a dang press conference. Um, Kayvon even noted, like, haven't had this many cameras in my face in a while. So it feels good to be back in the presence of people. So obviously the first question was all about NIL. They wanted to know about his NFT that he will be releasing or that has already been released with Nike. And I think that he probably has beyond, besides um, Keaton, Slovis, Slovis, Slovis. Um, I think people were the most excited to talk to him about the NIL deal. Granted, the difference is Keaton, they want to talk to him because he signed with Clutch. They want to talk to Kayvon because he has this big deal with Nike and no representation. And so I don't think of it as like such a shocker. You go to Oregon, you're one of the top players in the college football realm, you know, slotted to be drafted number one in the NFL. I kind of feel like it's one of those obvious, like, of course, Oregon's going to reach out. But I mean, of course, uh, Nike's going to reach out. 
But I think it was really cool that Phil Knight was actually the person that reached out to Kayvon directly to get this NFT situation going. And that's the part about this that I think will be the bigger mystery is, uh, as he mentioned, it wasn't so much that it was Nike just hooking him up with uh, some funds. It was that he and Phil Knight had built a relationship and he'd been on Phil about how someday he's going to make one of his shoes and all that kind of stuff. And just that natural cave on drip that he has, that confidence in himself that he's he's always exuded you could almost call it arrogance the way that he lets it fly, but uh, he backs it up for the most part. And I don't know if there's ever going to be a defensive end that actually has their own shoe, but if there is, it's probably going to be because of Kayvon, right? He is uh, very much a business man. Um, and I think it reinforces the, the narrative that Nike is just going to hook everybody up. But I think when you listen to the details, that might not be the case, right? And and they went very specific on, on it's not just like a shoe deal or anything like that. They went after an NFT, which is a very new, very unique, very original opportunity that we haven't seen Nike dabble too much in. Definitely. So I want the audience, you know, here what Kayvon had to say about this deal with Phil Knight and Nike himself. Yeah, so NIO is a great opportunity to, um, you know, obviously for athletes to get money and to pre present themselves as professional athletes. Um, for me personally, the opportunity came about when um, Phil Knight, you know, he called me and you know, we were talking for a while and he's like, yeah, this is uh, Philip Knight and I'm calling you to, you know, he's going off this whole spiel. And, after you know a couple moments, I'm like Philip Knight. Who's this? You know, he's like I'm like Uncle Phil. He's like yeah, you know, that was a really cool moment. But um, basically, yeah, he created a non fungible token, which will be the first of many. Um, it's available at Kayvon Thibodeau on Instagram and at Kayvon AK or Kayvon T8 on Twitter, and you can go check that out. But they're about um, eighty five dollars and. You know, it's basically a, a a piece of memorabilia that captures a moment. Yes. Yes. So, okay, after you announced the deal, uh, what was the reaction kind of inside the locker room uh, to the deal? I felt like it was it was a a door opening, right? I made a joke that I'm the concierge. I I open doors for people, and I say that in a sense where I can show guys that now this is possible. Now that you've seen, I've I've done it. I want to tell you how I did it, right? And I didn't do it by oh just just the feel you know like I, I tell a story like when i first got there and as a freshman i went to the washington oregon game i was uh i seen phil knight and i just you know i had the heart to go tell him like hey you gonna make my shoe one day you know i just just as a joke just laughing he laughed and i seen him again and i told him it again and he laughed again and i seen him again and i said it again and he laughed but you know after the fourth fifth time then he called me you know so it was like it, it all you, you you plant the seeds that you'll eventually harvest, you know? So I say that to say like, what you do now is gonna set you up for the future. So it really just gives guys, like I said, hope that, okay, if he can do it and I've been with me and I'm tangible, and I'm still the same guy, then I can do it too. That's why like, I heard someone say like you, um, on another interview, they, they said you, you learn, you earn, and then you give back. But for me, if I do it now, it's tangible. You know, like when LeBron tries to do something now, I'll just take it for instance, he can, we can listen to his words, but guys younger don't really understand because it's LeBron. He's he's done it. He, you know, he's he's done it for so long. So me, if I do it now, guys can see like, wow, you know, he's really doing it right now. And I'm hanging out with him and I'm, you know, I'm living it. So, so yeah, definitely if you're into 
Kayvon Thibodeau or NFTs or just want to see what it's all about, check that out. He shared the um, website that you can go look at it. I still am so confused by NFTs. I get it that it's like a digital baseball card, but it still doesn't fully like resonate the idea. I feel like I'm the type of person that, you know, I'm a physical learner. So I have to like comprehend it myself. Like I got to see it and then really like continue to read up on it and like till I understand on my own. But nonetheless, it's great to see that um, players are really capitalizing off this NIL situation. Um, and it's like way overdue, obviously. And it's probably still will, will never be enough compared to what schools are making off these players. But it's a start for sure. It is. And it's, I think we're still in the early stages. And, and uh, it was funny after the first day we saw a slew of deals and there was so much excitement. And then it kind of just went. Yeah, it fizzled out. I haven't heard much about NIL deals since. And I think, too, with football season getting ready to start, everyone's like, okay, shift the focus back to what matters. And that's the actual game. Like, it's great that we can do this. But the reality is these guys don't have the time to really put forth towards, you know, reeling in endorsements and stuff. And that's why a lot of these players have decided to sign you know, with agencies so that they can take care of that stuff and just hit them with the, okay, this is what's new. This is what you got to do. This is where the money's coming from, you know? But Kayvon has decided to like wait for all of that. He did say he wants all of his representation to be under one umbrella. So he wants his agent, manager, all of that stuff to be under one thing and not just, you know, I have a contract here and a contract there. Very smart man, moving very smart, putting his business first already and you know, it's just getting started. So I'm excited to see where his career beyond like being a football player goes, because I do think he's one of those that has the right mindset and is capitalizing off of what is being presented to him right now. Uh, for those of you that, you know, are not making Kayvon Thibodeau money or won't ever make what he's slotted to make in the future, you can always head on, on over to betonline.ag and try to get your little extra coins there. It's a real easy way to, you know, get into some extra, extra tech. If you're looking to get in on some betting action, betonline.ag is the place for you. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Okay, so at the start of the Pac-12 Media Day, uh, when Oregon came and sat down, everyone was asking Kayvon Thibodeau all the questions. And I was sitting there like, dang, somebody got to ask Alex something. Like, he's just chilling, waiting to be talked to. And so I was the first person to ask him a question. And it was regarding the O-line because something you and I have talked about, Brian, back and forth was that, you know, this quarterback situation is still unknown at this time as it, at least it seems like it um I think when they were talking kind of seemed like they were heading in the direction of what's the one that was already there that had a little experience with them but the quarterback that's already like that's already been there that has a little experience what's his name that would be uh uh instead of screwing up names we're just going to forget names but um Ty Thompson is it Ty Thompson or is it He's the one that played already, or is it? So he's he's been there. He's technically still a true freshman because last year didn't count for eligibility. But Anthony Brown is the trainer. That's the from, one I'm thinking. That's the uh, one I'm thinking from about. Boston College. Yeah, Anthony Brown is the one I'm thinking. I think they're. I think it seems like they may be leading towards him. But either way, um, I asked Alex about, you know, what, how the O line has been prepping for this season with the uncertainty of their quarterback, but just making sure that they're doing their role. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we just focus on what we got to do. Um, but also, AB has, has taken a step up in his game. And, you know, he's a true leader on the team. Um, and I love, I love having him as a quarterback. He, he's cool, calm, and collected. Um, like I said, he's a great leader. And he's, he's really taking over the locker room and, you know, taking over that leadership position that you, you want and you need um, in a great quarterback. So I think he's, he's primed for a, a great camp and a great season. And that's one of the benefits of being an offensive lineman is that, well, there is a guy behind you that's doing a lot of stuff and, and very important. Your job is always going to be the same. You got to handle the guy in front of you, and you've got to open up holes. And there's enough versatility and, and experience with the running backs coming back. You know, I've I've made a habit of forgetting C.J. Verdell on this podcast once or twice before, uh, but he's an explosive back, and they should have a ton of of uh, opportunity to run the football, which we know Mario Cristobal wants to do between. Verdell and Travis Dye, the the returners that really I think um, will grab that whole position by the I hate to say tail, but let's <laughs> go ahead and go with it. Um, Ducktail. <laughs> yeah, Ducktail, and and you know they also have wide receivers there to allow uh, whoever wins the position. Although it, I, I think we're almost said that it's going to be Anthony Brown at this point. You know to allow them to settle in and and have some targets to throw to. Uh, but this is a group that I think is still kind of young, still untested for the most part. Uh, they graduated so many guys from that 2019 uh, juggernaut of a team. And, and, and you know, Panay Sewell sat out last year allowing George Moore to, to take over. And, and they'll have some true freshmen with Kingsley uh, Suomataya and uh, Jackson Powers Light, or excuse me, Jackson Powers Johnson now. Um, coming from Utah, both true freshmen. Powers Johnson uh, got mentioned by Mar Mario Cristobal for being a squatting machine. I don't know how much that really translates to the field, but it'll be fascinating to see what this group does. Um, you know, and, and I think Alex, probably the, uh, the most respected prospect out of that crew so far. Yeah, I was going to say at this point, I think they were talking to him about like, kind of being the veteran at in that group 
because the team is so young, but he has that experience from this previous season. Um, do you feel like that youth is going to be the difference in Oregon taking that Pac-12 North and possibly the whole Pac-12, or that's the least of their issues? Uh, I think it's probably the biggest question mark, to be honest with you. It's really what we've talked about all year long. The talent is there. They've recruited incredibly well. Top 10 recruiting classes, uh, I believe, last three years, or at least two of the last three years. Um, So that's the real question mark, is how quickly can you get everybody on board and up to speed? Reps matter in this sport so much, and in any sport, really. Uh, It doesn't matter whether you're swimming or running a race or trying to block an all-conference defensive end in, in Kayvon Thibodeau, you have to have practice at it in order to really excel. And so that'll be the real question mark with this group, I think, especially that. And, you know, who really establishes themselves? You're going to have that battle between the young guys trying to come in and learn things. But they have a lot of talent. And the guys who have been in the program trying to help them along, will that actually help them grow as a group? It's a big question mark. But I think – uh, that between that and continuity is always a question on the offensive line because there's no other group or position group on the field that has to work together the way that they do. So is it a benefit to have Alex Forsythe there to, as the experienced guy? Absolutely, 100%. Does that put a lot on his plate? It sure does, and, and you always wonder about guys and how they how they handle that much responsibility. 100%. All right, well – we have a little more to talk about from Pac-12 Media Day. Still still to come, a little more about Kayvon Thibodeau and Alex and just what to expect from that Oregon team. Um, one thing that stood out was everyone voted for Oregon to, I guess, what is it, the polls? They, they slotted Oregon to take the Pac-12. Um, more on that to come. But before you get into that, did you guys know about Built Bar? It's Brian's favorite protein bar. If you're looking for the best tasting protein bar out there, Built Bar is the one for you. Built Bar comes in nine delicious flavors, a little something for everybody from coconut to coconut almond. If you're more into the fruity flavors, they have cherry and raspberry. And then obviously for our chocolate lovers, they have mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate and salted caramel. Literally, something for everyone. I'm more of a salted caramel type. The best part about Bill Bar is that it's healthy. That's right, tasty and healthy. Each bar has about 17 to 18 grams of protein, low in calories, low in sugar, and low in carbs. That's nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. We're talking Oregon Pac-12 Media Day, Kayvon Thibodeau, Alex Forsyth, and Mario Cristobal. So the one thing we haven't touched on quite yet is Mario Cristobal. And, you know, one thing that about all these teams are that the players can be great and everything, but if they don't have a great head coach leading them, it's really, it really means nothing, right? Cause you need to have that leadership and just someone to trust to lead your team. And so it's very clear that the players trusted Mario Cristobal um, to be their leader. It is. And, and it's, 
I think it's understandable, right? Because Cristobal's entire coaching style is built around relationships. It's not just the recruiting process, but it's throughout their time at Oregon where he wants to be an advocate for them. He treats them like they really are his equals in a lot of respects and, and that he he is there to mentor them and provide them with the right kind of lessons. I think that is, as you're a coach, there's a, a million different styles you can you can go about using. You can be the one who knows the most about technique. You can be the one that knows how to break down film the best. And I think Crystal Ball's natural skill set is to just be caring. And that sounds kind of bizarre uh, because we feel like everybody should be caring and, and, and we should care about everybody. But that's not always the case. A lot of these guys are driven by they want to win. They want to win big. They want to have that high you know, job title and make lots of money and everything like that. I think Cristobal realizes the best way that he can get guys to play for him is to buy into them. And so he does it with everything that he does at that program. And it's it's evidenced by the way that they talk about him. It's evidenced by the way that he acts and behaves on the sideline. Uh, he's exuberant. You know, we, we were talking earlier about uh, the head coach of the Detroit Lions drinks two 40-ounce or uh, ounces of coffee. I wonder what it is that Mario Cristobal drinks because he is fired up on that sideline. That whole staff is. So yeah, it's it's that that care factor that really fact that makes a difference. And it's very clear just hearing how the players talk about him. For either of you guys, you know, you, you talked about Coach Cristobal a while ago. Um, I think a lot of the fans know him primarily as a great recruiter. What do you guys think makes him a great head coach? Uh, I think I mean I know what makes him. A great head coach is that he puts the players first in, in everything that he does, no matter what it is, he puts the players first. Um, and he treats us like his own sons, like he wouldn't he wouldn't do stuff uh, for his own sons that he wouldn't do for us. So it's it, it's it's kind of the family aspect that he, he treats it as that it's not always it's not always gonna be easy, but it's gonna be worth it and you know you're gonna get better because you know the plan that he has. Um, and he's been around great great players and so he knows what it looks like. Because I think him pushing us that it may not you may not like it all the time, but you're gonna you're gonna thank him for it uh, in the end. That, that's how it always has been. And then I feel like a lot of coaches take the cattle approach, and there's a lot of players, and they just recruit players, and they want guys, and they and they just want you to follow the system, but they don't realize that like no matter what, we're all individual people. You feel me? And, and Coach Cristobal really takes that in the heat that you know we're all different. That no matter what, even if we are both top guys, we're both still different, and it has to be unique to you know us and how you know what he talked to my mom about versus what he talked to his mom about and how you know how he can develop us and get us in the right rooms to not only be great football players but help you know set up life and help you know meet different people that are going to help us you know with our future all right well again another pac 12 media days team down <laughs> i think okay so i've gone through we've gone through asu Oregon and Washington. Is that all we've done? Stanford. There we go. Missing one. So more to come for the fans. We have all these recaps to do, mainly just to get you excited about the season. It's approaching. It's here. We're in the midst of it. Training camp is starting. Next time we talk, Brian will be giving us info from Utah's opening day of training camp. And just, yeah, what's going on over there and what we can expect. And then we'll talk some Utah from Pac-12 Media Day as well. I'm excited about the season, Brian. And I feel like I keep saying this every time we do these, but it's like 
what else can I say? I have to let people know. I'm super excited about the season now. It's here. Football is back. I get to play fantasy football soon. Like, all the good things are happening. Last year felt like it was a loss. I, I hate to even say it because we had some form of football. And, and boy, at that point in time, I was super excited and, and grateful for that because we were all just desperate for some sort of normality in life. And, and it brought a little bit of it. But this year, it, people are going to be back in person. We're going to get a chance to play fantasy and not have to worry about COVID protocols or things like that, it sounds like, because everybody in the NFL has gotten their stuff together and and handled their business, or apparently they're not going to have a job. It's been, you know, it's it's been pretty pretty awesome to see them all get on board and and take care of that, and we've seen that happen in the Pac-12, and it's just this wave of our our college football and, and pro athletes really setting the tone and the example for everybody else so that we can really get back to life fully. And, and if you can't get excited about that, check your pulse, you know, because maybe you need 40 ounces of coffee with two shots of espresso in it. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it seems like it's a natural thing to me that you would be excited. And, and that excitement has just canceled out all of our original thoughts. I'm just hoping that these variants that are popping up do not become an issue and cancel the season and we're dealing with the things that we dealt with last season so i'm hoping everyone is doing their part um if you're not getting vaccinated at least making sure you still are following covid protocols staying six feet away six feet away from people wearing your mask in public all of that good stuff get your covid tests um just Stay safe, people. Stay safe. But for those of you that are interested in betting, you know, football is here and all of that good stuff. Betting on the NFL, college football, whatever that may be, does not have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. So get your daily picks, your blowout specials, your wrong team favorite picks and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Obviously, you can get the Locked On Pac-12 and Locked On Utes podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And then follow along on Twitter at LO underscore Pac-12 underscore Cindy Robinson and at Brown Bear SLC. Other than that, make sure you stay Locked On Pac-12 on the Locked On Network.